Okay, so I hear you like books. Why, yes, I do. That's right. When I was your age, television was called books. And this is a special book. Because when you read a book as a child, it becomes part of your identity in a way that no other reading in your whole life does. And I have gotten carried away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have. Are you seeing the books? Everything you would want to read is right here. Feel it. Feels good, right? Just smell it. Nothing, nothing smells like that. Welcome, friends, to Team Friendship special episode number seven. This is the last episode we will do covering Anne with an E, season one. This episode is called Wherever You Are Is My Home. You guys, oh, that's so special. Sweet. So I'm here with Lauren. Hello, friends. Mandalay. What up, friends? And Zoe. Hey. And we are ready to talk about this really sad, sad episode. Yeah. I think we're ready. All right, let's get into this, guys. This episode was directed by Amanda Tapping. Has she she directed other things? Yes. I was not familiar with any of the other things that... Amanda has directed, but she is first an actress, Mm. so she has acted in a lot of things, and she likes to direct things that she acts in, so likes to do it all, so good job, Amanda. Go, Amanda. So, as we get into this discussion, I want to know each of your kind of overall thoughts on this episode. Who would like to go first? Mandy. What are your overall thoughts on this episode? Sadness mm-hmm. and despair. And I didn't know it was the last episode. Yeah. I was very upset about all of it. <laughs> the end. Zoe, what were your overall thoughts on this episode? I think this is probably one of my least favorite episodes, if not my least favorite. But there were things I appreciated about it as well. Awesome. Leah? I have been really supportive of what they've been doing with this series until this episode. I just felt like they took it some places that it did not need to go. And I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. A lot of the other things they've done, I was like, oh, I really enjoy that behind the scenes look that Mm -hmm. we've never had before. This episode was not, not at all like that for me. It's just me, you know? Yeah. (laughs) No, I didn't like this episode either. It wasn't, I don't know. I didn't like what happened. I didn't like it. Well, I feel like in the other times where they've gone off plot, yeah. I've still it's still kind of come back mm-hmm. to yeah. like to the center of the characters and the heart of the story and the book. Yeah. But this I didn't really see the point in the things where they deviated yeah. so far and from no. I guess We'll have to see what they do in season right. two because I felt like there wasn't closure on a lot of stuff that happened. Whereas in the past episodes, when stuff has deviated, we have gotten that closure almost. Yeah. They did it on purpose. Um, so yeah. I, 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 like you guys said, I felt like I felt like I was almost at certain points of this episode. I thought I was watching a different series. Yeah, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it just very it, different. It, it almost yeah. feels like at this point, you know, the producers and you know the people up in the company. Or whoever is in charge there. Sorry, I don't know your names. But, you know, kind of stepped in and were like, all right, we need some really good hook yeah, in order yeah. to, you know, something more dramatic, more, yeah. 
you know, sensational to get yeah. people to come back for season two and for us to, to greenlight that. Mm-hmm. I feel like they underestimated people's love of just Anne in general. Right. Like, yeah. we don't need Guys, some random extra story. There are that... fans of Anne all over the world. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to... Anyway. Yep. Okay. So... <laughs> So let's get into this the discussion. First, we see that Green Gables is in trouble. Anne learns about it in a not-so-nice way. It's a really creepy version of an Excelsis Deo. That <laughs> <laughs> was experiencing. creepy. Yeah, because like, she, she's kind of realizing something is going on, and then it zeroes in on her face, and everything That's gets true. kind of warbled in the background, and it gets really creepy. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> Well, and the, oh, I forget his name, the boy was asking her. Oh, Moody Spurgeon. Yeah, he was like, this is your first Christmas that you really celebrated. Yes. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, are you excited? And she's like, well, I'm just, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to like it. I'm determined to like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that yeah. was cute. It was cute. I and did like when. Foreshadowing. Uh, when Josie was like saying everything she was saying, like Ruby yes. speaks up and says, that's yeah. not very nice. And I just girl. love that. She's grown so much. Yeah. Like, before she was, like, just trying to fit in yeah. and scared of what people thought. And, like, here she's the one who speaks up first. It wasn't Diana. It was her. And she's like, that's not very nice. Like, even if it is true, like, it's not your business to be right. spreading this around. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Ruby. You know? High yeah, five, Ruby. Ruby. I feel like the actress has some good screen presence, too. Like, she, she does. just... <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I'm always kind of, like, watching her and, like, mm-hmm. just her acting is really yeah excellent, mm-hmm. I think, whenever she pops in. I think they got a lot of good actors and actresses to play those kids. Yeah. And that's hard. Pretty... That's hard to do. Yeah. To find not just, like, one really good lead actor, but then to have, like, all your secondary characters yeah. to be good actors as well. And have such good chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I've watched a few behind-the-scenes videos and... Like, I think Amy Beth has posted a few videos, like, on her Instagram or stuff mm-hmm. of just them goofing around, like... That's awesome. You know, on the set and just having mm-hmm. fun together, and so that's fun to see that they can all get along well and such. <laughs> Friendship. Oh. Yes. I don't know if you guys agree with this. So when, like, Anne's running home and Diana's, like, running with her and she was, like, she's... Diana's trying to tell Anne, like, they're not going to give you up. Like, you're in the Bible and all this. And, like, Anne doesn't say anything about that. She's just like, we can't lose Green Gables. Like, Mm -hmm. it seems like in that moment, at least, she's more concerned about losing Green Gables than them sending her back. That's what I got from that. But maybe not. I don't know. (laughs) In that moment. Because later, she does, like, with tears in her eyes, ask Marilla, are you going to send me back? So she is concerned about mm-hmm. that. But I feel like in that moment, she's just like, we can't lose Green Gables. It seems to me that for Anne, Green Gables is... <laughs> Thanks, Mandy. <laughs> Green Gables is is so much more to her than just a farm, though. I mean, that's her place of acceptance yeah. and her first home. Yeah. And, and to her, if they lose Green Gables, she's going to lose Green Gables. And then who knows what. Right. So I feel like for her, that was kind of an all-encompassing, like, yeah. everything is ending kind of yeah, moment. Yeah, I agree. I like what you said there. Like, it is it is sort of, like, even, you know, how Anne in our literature and just 
is an iconic figure of hope and just, mm-hmm. you know, optimism in the face of hardship. But even Green Gables is like an iconic symbol of like acceptance. Yep. Like that's the place of belonging because mm-hmm. it's a place where someone who didn't belong now belongs. And so I think even, yeah, just seeing that with Anne, like this is, this is her place of belonging and she yep. cares about it now more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even later on the, in the show, when she sees, goes to Aunt Josephine's and that guy's so rude to her, she's like, I am Anne of Green Gables. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is her title. Yes. <laughs> um, so then Matthew gets sick, and the doctor says that he cannot work for several months, which is a problem because mm-hmm. they have to pay the bank back. And if Matthew can't work, then they won't have anything to give to the bank. So Marilla is like going on and on at him, and then he has <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that was. Uh, but you know, like what, like I, I see that, and I don't know if we're supposed to see like a reflection of like almost a marriage, like a couple, mm-hmm. you know, arguing and trying to talk about finances. But I see that, and I'm like, man, that's that's so hard for him because yeah, he should have discussed it with her, but he, she's she's making it so obvious that this is why he didn't discuss it with her and felt like everything's put like the burden is on him, right? And then is now having a heart attack yeah. because. She's like going, she's just chewing him out, mm-hmm. you know, for it. Yeah. And he's already beyond stressed and mm-hmm. burdened about it. Yeah. So come on, Marilla. <laughs> yeah. Just calm down. Get your act together. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I agree with that. But I thought that was interesting too, because that's, a, I mean, that's a real thing. Like, that's. Mm-hmm. A, yeah, absolutely. And especially after it had been, like, it's done. He can't change it now. Nope. So you just kind of have to, mm-hmm. yeah, she's not happy about it. And I wouldn't have been happy about it either, but yelling at him isn't going to change anything. Yeah. And it actually, I don't know, like, I don't want to say if she hadn't yelled at him, he wouldn't have had a heart attack and then they would have been fine. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It could Maybe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. So it's It's so ironic that she's, she's so mad because he doesn't trust her. And I think, I don't know, somehow I got the idea that she was trying to make it a point that she's a, just because she's a woman doesn't mean he right. can't include her. I can't remember yeah. what she said, but something she said made yeah. me think of that. But even that, in the in this moment, she does have so much power as a woman, and she's using yeah. it in all the she wrong way. <laughs> right, yeah. So, I mean, yes, he should have consulted her, but right. also, I think as women in general, we need to be paying attention to what our words are doing mm-hmm. to those around us, and yeah. just because we feel jilted or and neglected or not respected doesn't mean that gives us the right to go out and <laughs> berate the poor Matthews of the world mm-hmm. that have weak hearts. Yeah. <laughs> I like what you said there. Like, women, it's like they so want power, but they Mm -hmm. don't realize they already have it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's good. We need to remember that. These men do listen to what you say. And they do care how you feel about them and how, like, your attitude towards them and what you think of them. So when you're just willy-nilly going off on them, when... You know, I not we all do it. I mean, I know I do it. It's just like you just go off on yeah your husband or whoever, and you're not really thinking about what you're saying. You just you just need to let your feelings be right. known, right? <laughs> Without considering their feelings, it's a tough lesson to learn. <laughs> so Hopefully that's good. We don't have to learn it in the same manner. Yeah, I hope so too. Oh goodness. So Anne and Marilla try to figure out the finances. Yeah. 
I love that moment mm-hmm. of the two of them at the kitchen table late at night, just and she trusted Anne. Yeah, you know, like she was like, "All right, you yeah. know, like you know, you I can tell that you know more about mm-hmm. this, yeah. or how to figure this out better yeah. than I can understand." Yeah. yeah, it's so interesting to see Anne suddenly in a role where she's had more opportunities and advantages yeah. than Marilla, mm-hmm. and she's, she's taking care of her. Yeah. yeah, she's able to use that and help her out. Yeah. <laughs> just laid her head on Marilla's mm. shoulder and was like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. It was a sweet moment. It was a very sweet I moment. like all the moments between those two. I love it when Anne, like, looks at Marilla with tears in her eyes and she's like, I don't remember what she says exactly. Something about, like, are you going to send me back? Or uh, I understand if you have to send me back or something. Mm-hmm. And then Marilla's just like, oh no, you're a Cuthbert. There's no getting out of it now. I just love it. Like, that was a good moment, guys. That was, was like a good moment in this episode. I have a tangent to get on at some point. Let's do it right now. Do it now? Mm-hmm. It's tangent. All right. So I was reading, when I was, after I'd watched this episode, I was okay. kind of reading different articles, um, just trying to see like, you know, we talked originally when you started the show about that the show is grittier and darker and, you know, it's a terrible version of Anne. I, mm-hmm. And I had at some point written down, like, all the different titles of, you know, negative articles that people mm-hmm. had written. And Vanity's Fair's, I think, um, article was that it was it was a bad tribute to the original movies and, you know, Anne Green Gable's story. But an, another one from the New York Times talked about how he thought, yeah, it's a, sure, we can say darker, quote-unquote, grittier, quote-unquote, but he said it was richer, and he made the point that it is a huge contrast to what kids watch today, like, if you think about, like, the Disney Channel yeah, and, you know, other kids' shows. And I was, the more I, you know, and he said, you know, that's simple and sweet, and there's, like, nothing to it. Mm-hmm. And the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I mean, how many shows are out there? Like, you know, he's saying, like, you could you can watch this with your kids. And then he's like, and it's mm-hmm. it's an opportunity to watch it. Because how many shows out there anymore, like, give opportunities for families to watch them together and have something to talk about later? Right. And have your kid to be like, oh, you know, like, that's the thing I've never thought about in that context before. Or mm-hmm. yeah. that people, you know, have complexity of emotions that they go through in different situations and it was just interesting to me because you know we have you know people who are poo-pooing that my kids can't watch this and they can you know i could just plop them down and watch the the canada you know kevin sullivan version and not worry about Mm -hmm. anything bad in there yeah but your kid isn't growing either you know and meanwhile you you watch this with them and you can't help but have to discuss things and have to learn and think from someone else's point of view Mm -hmm. from the show so, I don't know. I just thought it was cool because at the very least, it's not mindless. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, it's an opportunity to talk about it. Yeah. It's an opportunity to, like, to have your children mm-hmm. actually grow and learn from a piece of art that, yeah, is a little different than the original, but I think gives opportunity for good discussion. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely agree. So, that was my tangent. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like it. It was good. Good thoughts. Thank you. <laughs> and tangent I agree. over. I kind of got tired of hearing... Everybody compare it to the other one, and right, it's different, and yeah, it's different, but I don't know. Like you said, it's richer. Right. I think so. Well, I think I guess not all kids experience hardship and trials like Anne has, but there are bad things that are going on in the world, and if we're just trying to shelter our kids and make them think that everything is gumdrops and right. butterflies, that's mm-hmm. not fair to them to learn and to grow. Before they're just sent out into the world to figure out 
how to live life on their own. Right. I know. That's why we like, oh, we've talked about with our books, you know, we like Kate DiCamello and Catherine Patterson. Patterson. Because in those books, they discuss things that kids might interact with in a day-to-day basis. And and it gives parents a chance to talk with them. And I think, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That the show has the same feeling for me. That mm-hmm. it doesn't gloss over things that happen in life. Obviously, it's more dramatic. and Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, there's still real occurrences. And that... also, I think kids can handle more than we give them mm-hmm. credit for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are things that, I mean, TV shows that were... At least my age, you know, I was watching, you know, at similar ages of, you know, 8, 9, 10, that yep. now those, that age group gets, like, fluff. Like, they don't mm-hmm. have, like, hardly any, anything dramatic or, you know, dire, yeah. nothing that, that that character actually has to right. go through in that show anymore. It's all just very safe. and yep. Yeah, especially yeah. as Christians, too. I mean, just think about all of the, the different stories in the Bible that... You expose your children. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's some That's intense stuff. Not the cleanest. But yeah. they don't... You're right. Kids can handle more. And they don't see yeah. everything like adults do. We know the hardships of life and the true reality of things that happen in the Bible. And right. they don't they don't pick up on all of those little nuances that make it so heavy for adults. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's a safer environment to discuss with them. Right. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of in control of the situation. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, those are good thoughts. Do you have thoughts on that, Mandy? <laughs> on this generation of children? <laughs> Whatever, you know. Mandy works in the retail world, so... <laughs> no, I agree with all the thoughts, and I... I don't know. I think nowadays, and even sort of when I was younger, parents were trying too hard to shelter your kids, but what are you going to do... You know, when they come face-to-face with those circumstances, like, they had no idea because you didn't talk to them. Right, right. They're not prepared. Yeah. So, stop it. Talk to your children. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And things like this, like books and television, like, use that to your advantage. Like, that's just, like, an open door. Because it's hard to come in and sit your kid down and be like, okay... We're going to talk about this, you know, yeah, but right. if, you have, if it comes up in a book yeah. or a TV yeah. show and they're the one asking you, right. hey, what's this about? Or you can be like, hey, what did you think about this? Mm-hmm. Yep. It makes it a little bit easier. I just don't easier. know how we got here. Because even when we were younger, like the shows we watched, like they, yeah, even like the kids shows, like Boy Meets World. That's mm-hmm. what I was thinking of. Like, <laughs> I was literally thinking it was of Boy still Meets like World. a carefree kid show, but like this kid had real life right. like issues. Stuff. Yeah. 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 You know, and they got through it as a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that show portrayed a family in a in a good way. Mm-hmm. And the Disney Channel now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Don't mean to call you out, but come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to the days of and old. It's, it's <laughs> ironic to me because you, you hear a lot about how the depression rates in kids and teenagers mm-hmm. is through the roof. and yeah. But yet we're well, trying to shelter them. And maybe it's and... because they're watching these shows where, like, they're <laughs> watching these upbeat. kids' lives and they're yeah. like, my life isn't yeah, like, not this. like this. Yeah. And they you don't know. know how to handle it because yeah. they didn't haven't watched from an example. And again, you know, parents are not stepping in saying, all right, we're dealing with this. I'm just going to let you watch Disney Channel while I go do whatever in the, right. you know, right. what I want to do. Because it's safe and they're not going to, you know, or right. whatever. But well, now it's even on a whole nother level because we just had television. That was our source of... Yeah, what life is like. Right. Now they have all of their favorite celebrities are on Instagram and yep. Snapchat YouTube. and YouTube. <laughs> I think kids are watching YouTube's more worst. YouTube. 
than anything. Yeah. yeah. I, at least Casey, our younger I, sister, mm-hmm. is. I I work at the library, and kids come in, and so first of all, so many kids come in, and if you're a parent like this, yeah, I am calling you out. <laughs> I, I I am. You can get mad at me. I don't care. But the parent just pl- lets your kids like check in, goes to sit at the computer for an hour. Wow. They go look around. They they look at all the magazines. Mm-hmm. They sit in the opposite side of the library and their kid just mindlessly watches youtube videos mm. and granted sometimes you know parents next to them working on the computer mm-hmm. too and they're just it's a fun time for the kid yeah. right but but a lot of the parents are just like your kid is just watching youtube video after youtube video after youtube video after sitting in a library my, all of my yeah. and do you even know what they're watching <laughs> you're surrounded by treasures <laughs> and, you know it's usually idiots being idiots yeah. you know yeah. you know and it's like your kid's not gaining anything yeah. from that no I understand that there's like controls and stuff that you can put on that, but a lot of kids there yeah. are no controls on. Like, do you know what your kid is watching? Okay, on the flip side of it, right? Do you yeah. know, <laughs> just be aware. Yeah, talk to your kids. Yeah, and even if like maybe something they're watching on YouTube is you know, for lack of a better term, term stupid, but it's not like necessarily bad, right? Like. We're totally on a tangent right now, but I think this yeah. needs to be said. Um, <laughs> this is what we're here for, yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> we're here to Tangents. teach you how to raise You're your welcome. children. <laughs> um, but, like, sit down with them and be like, hey, what are you watching? You know, get to know what they like. Because yeah. that will teach you about your kids a little yeah. bit more. Like, even if it is dumb and you're like, I would never watch this. Like, just sit down and watch it with them and don't say anything. <laughs> like, don't be like, this is stupid. <laughs> Just try to find something to appreciate in it. Like, if, if there's nothing wrong with it, then find something to appreciate in it, you know. And I think there's a lot of value to that because, you know, I've seen the parents where they're totally oblivious when their kid faces something that they're not sure of or mm-hmm. maybe it's getting somewhere they shouldn't go. Yeah. And I've seen, you know, I've had coworkers and friends where, you know, their daughters are like, mom, you know, they're, they're so comfortable just telling their mom, they, sh- they share interests, like, mm-hmm. you know, mom reads the kid books too, and they get excited mm-hmm. about, you know, the Harry Potter books, yeah. or the Percy Jackson series, and, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're involved in what their kid likes, mm-hmm. so when the kid stumbles across something, you know, one friend told me, you know, like, her daughter found something, it was in a great book, and then just had one mention of, like, pornography, mm-hmm. like, randomly in a kid's book, mm-hmm. and the girl, the daughter was really unsure about it, and so she's like, mom, you know, I just wasn't comfortable with this, mm-hmm. so I want to tell you about it. Yeah. Like, I was like, how much, how awesome yeah. is that? That her daughter right. is like, you know, mom, I, I feel safe enough with yeah. you that I'm just going to yeah. tell you this because yeah. I wasn't okay with it. And yeah. it's because they, she's developed that relationship yeah. with her daughter prior to that happening. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that takes work and sacrifice. Oh, because yeah. Because what adult wants to sit <laughs> no. and watch? Shout yeah. out to my mom. <laughs> yes. She was good like that. Yes. <laughs> well, my mom I think good. If you, if you even take it to another level, if you see things they're interested in, you can take that and take elements of that and direct them into better things, maybe. Right, and be like, I see you like something like this, well, let's find this, which might be a little bit more, like, educational or Right, use that in a way to develop them where you're you're on their level. Yeah. Just something to say. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love all this, though. Yeah, I know. (laughs) No, that was good. I like that little rabbit trail we took. That was good. Thank you, Anne, with an E. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So they go to the bank... And the banker is... A jerk. Yeah, a, a jerk. Oh, that guy. He was like, well, this is just... This is not how we do it. Like, he's basically saying, like, I don't talk to women. Like, where is where is Matthew? <laughs> you know? Well, he's lying in bed dying. So you're going to have to talk to us. <laughs> Which, that makes everything worse. I know, yeah. So she tells him. 
I get like logically, yeah. like yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, this like, loan is going to be called in. Yeah, like he's sick. Can you give us a break? Actually, no. We're going to do the opposite, and we need you to pay us back sooner. Where is the humanity? There's no humanity in the bank. <laughs> I know that guy is just an actor, but I think that? if I saw him on the street, I'd like throw something at him. <laughs> Hit him with your purse. <laughs> Get them there without okay. that. Never. <laughs> but I do love like. Marilla's just so, like, she doesn't even know what to say in that moment. And Anne's just, so Anne, like, sees that. And so she takes over and she asks the questions. She's like, well, what does this mean? What does this mean? Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was, that was great. That she was able to recognize, like, okay, Marilla's out of her element here. I'm going to step in and just ask the questions. (laughs) Yeah. So. I feel like in some ways maybe not entirely, but I feel like in some ways Anne has a little bit more real-world experience mm-hmm. yes. than both of them. Exactly. Well, yeah. they've, well, they've been on the farm the whole life. Literally their yeah. whole life. Yeah. She's like, alright, I got this. Yes. <laughs> well, she... I mean, we saw it in, like, the first few episodes, and then we saw it again in this episode, and we'll talk about it later on. But even in this moment, she knows how to talk to people. Right. Like, mm-hmm. she knows, like... In a way, she's even a bit manipulative. Like, she knows how to get what she wants out of them. And it's just kind of like her (laughs) quote-unquote street knowledge, you know? Like, because she's had to do that her whole life, you know? And her ability to storytell serves her well. Yeah, she's very quick-thinking and witty and... Yeah. Well, I mean, Matthew and Marilla, what they had to quit school, right? When they had to come. So, like, their schooling was how many years ago? Plus, they only had... Yep. What up to Anne's age almost yeah, maybe I think about so. like yeah, so they don't they're pretty wonderful but not highly educated people. Right, when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which to be fair, that would be out of my element too. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, For sure. I hate like reading contracts and all that kind of stuff. It's just I don't know. It's just hard to read. It just is. It's hard to understand. Well, I know they both have dealt with Anne and, uh, or Marilla and Matthew have both dealt with stressful things in their lives, mm-hmm. but it seems like Anne is better at handling, <laughs> handling crisis situations than yeah. they are, just in general. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. keeps her composure better than they do. Yeah, she's had she's, a lot of crisis situations. Yeah. She's good under pressure. Mm-hmm. Even if she doesn't really know what to do, she just keeps talking until <laughs> something comes out. <laughs> This is going to be okay, guys. Just keep talking. In a second, I will come up with the reason why. So they go home defeated. And Marilla Mm. announces they will not be accepting charity. Which is Mm -hmm. dumb. If we were in today's day and age, you could set up a GoFundMe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my word. Can we talk about that for a bit? (laughs) I mean, we're touching on a lot of topics today, so why not? I feel like... I mean, I think that's great, and I think for a lot of people, it's a helpful situation. When Nora was in the NICU, um, some of the teachers I worked with set one up for me, for our family, and it helped us a lot. But I feel like it's kind of overused, don't you guys? Mm-hmm. Kind of. <laughs> like, and I see them I'm all I'm sorry, didn't Kanye West have a GoFundMe? <laughs> Serious? Why? I'm pretty sure that, like, there was like some debt thing... <laughs> And, I, I and people were actually no. put giving money, and I was like, "You're kidding me! Oh, You're giving no. money to this guy no. that had all the money and whatever, and he was an idiot." I have a so wife now. and child. <laughs> <laughs> and 
find a multi-million dollar house I, yeah. to pay for. I, I want to take a vacation. Please and the bank can hold back the loan. We don't have enough money to go to the Bahamas this year, so. But I feel like that's what some of them yes. have turned into. It's ridiculous. Like, I would like a nicer vehicle, so yeah. can you contribute to that? Like, I would too. We want to refinish our basement, you know, <laughs> trying to remodel the house. Mama needs a game room. <laughs> Give me some money. Yeah, like, I just, yeah. I feel like, I feel like GoFundMe needs some better, like, rules yeah. here and maybe some more people to like sift through and just shut down i want money please give me money on this line we should start a gofundme to better our new studio our new studio <laughs> yes we'll, we'll set that up we, we should the ceo has fallen ill <laughs> <laughs> so we will need some donations oh goodness so marilla refuses to accept charity but you can tell, like, Rachel has that gleam in her eye, like, She's whatever, I'm still going to do this, so. <laughs> We're still going to collect money for you. Yes. Uh, a gleam. So, okay. yes. Go on. I just, I didn't understand fully. It didn't make sense to me. The scene in the school when Rachel is like, we are going to pass the, pass the hat mm-hmm. and collect money for those affected by the crop lossage. And... You know, the Cuthberts were greatly affected, da 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 And then the teacher's like, I don't know them. I don't know them. I'm not going to give anything. Like, that didn't make any sense to me. How yeah, in this tiny all, community like, do they not other? know each other? And they were I, all there at the fire. I think what they meant is I don't know them very well. Like, they seemed like younger. The, I the just ladies didn't talking understand the younger. point of that scene at all. <laughs> point of it was so that I think Rachel, Rachel just needed a scene. I, yeah, I think so. she needed a scene and I think she, they just wanted to showcase like her like, I just loved her response was just like shoving the Bible in their face. Like She's holding baby. Yeah, she's like you know how people are like I'm going to use this Bible verse to my advantage yes. right now. And that's what she did which a lot of Christians do. I'm not saying it's I right. I'm not saying it's I wrong. I feel like she was out of line in that situation though really. I don't know. I got a chuckle out of it. I laughed at that. Yeah. It was definitely so she like just the way like that actress is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> she's awesome. Like she's she was... just like holding the baby and like <laughs> you might be entertaining angels unawares. <laughs> just the look she gives them. And they're all like, yes. Right. I don't know why, but this just made me think of our mother. Yes. Just totally. Yes. Totally. I, I didn't want to say this. when Because I first started watching the show... With mom. Like, after I'd watched the whole season, I was like, Mom, you gotta watch this. So we sat down, we watched most of the episodes together. She finally didn't want to wait on me and finished it. But, like, the very first two episodes, she's like, Oh, I just can't stand that Rachel Lind. And, like, <laughs> da 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 da. And I'm just sitting there going, You are so Rachel Lind. Like, <laughs> like, she just, this actress reminds me of my mom. Like, the way that she acts is so funny. And so I just, I got a kick out of the thing that my mom was like, I can't stand her. It's <laughs> because you are yes. Sandy. <laughs> oh, it was great. <clears throat> so Marilla and Anne decide they have to sell everything, basically. That was really depressing to me. It but was so sad to me. A little bit... I feel like there was a lesson there with, yeah. with you know, materialism. Right. And 
Don't, doesn't Marilla say something like that? She says Anne? it's just stuff. It's just stuff. Yeah. yeah. And she's right, it is. But that scene where she's like holding her brooch, like it's mm-hmm. been in the family for who knows how long. And then she decides to give it up. Like that was heartbreaking to me. I think she's going to get it back. Sorry. I think We're not getting into too. season two <clears throat> predictions yet, but I think I the way Anne looked at it later mm-hmm. on, I think some point someone's going to pocket it. <clears throat> she's going to go back there and pocket it, maybe. Maybe she know. did at the end. Like, yeah, she's, she's, she's a sly little thing, okay? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but. I like this. I like this uh, prediction. Yeah. yeah. She had given yeah. to her for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Was Christmas already happening in the show? In the episode? I think it was it's like at the end of the episode. But yeah, I, I think she'll get it back. And I <laughs> think birthday. I think Anne will get the dress back. I think for sure she'll get her dress back because... I was, <clears throat> I was really... I don't know. I was really hopeful that... What's her name? Jeannie. Jeannie. That Jeannie would just be like... Here's the dress. Here's the money. Yeah. Here's the money. She does she give her... I think she understood the pride, yeah. too. Yeah. The pride factor. And that was... Yeah. That was good. I she does that. give her more money than... Oh, Yeah. Then Matthew paid for it. So Anne's like, wipe out my safe. Anne's like, Matthew paid all this. And she's like, well, he loves you very much. And I'm like, oh, that was so so sweet. sweet. So I think because Jeannie has the dress, like, she's for sure going to get that dress back. Maybe. Maybe. Right? You guys are looking Maybe at me like I'm totally dress. wrong. I feel like she's going to get a different dress. I mean, I, mean, I work retail, man. A different dress. <laughs> yes. A better oh, dress. Better <laughs> dress. Don't have sympathy, off. man. I don't Yours. care. It's retail. Give me the money. <laughs> we got to make a living. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding. Banker. We give out free cookies to the children. <laughs> wow. I take advantage of that. Yes, she does. My child. It makes grocery shopping easier. But how about that, Jerry? Jerry is the best. I love him. I mean I that, him. guys. No, I, I totally agree. <sighs> I just love him. Stay again. I can't. I cannot pronounce his I, name. It was different. It was different, but cool. Do you yeah. know how to say his name? Well, I have not found anyone saying. Like I tried to find videos of someone saying his name because I can't. I don't want to say it and say it wrong. We could, he deserves we better could than that. Just... Jerry. Jerry. Listen up. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how to pronounce your name. Send us a video. Because we think you're awesome. We do. And then we're we have team friendship merch. Totally our favorite. And I'll get you a beanie, man. A beanie? Yeah, wow. Beanie. One of those nice ones that falls, that sits nicely that on, sits the on the head. That sits on the head. Right. Stuff. Only mm-hmm. the best. Um, yeah. <laughs> For you, Jerry. So I, I and I love Jerry's quote. So they're going to town, and Anne is so like she's just like, I don't need anyone's help. Da 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 da. And he's like, Do you know how to auction off a horse? Have you ever driven a sleigh? And she just like has no response. <laughs> right? He's, he's like, Well, then I'm coming with you. When he says to her, you know, it's like it's not it's not a bad yes. thing to ask. To, to need help. And I love... Can we just help. park there for a second? Let's park and there. We'll probably We're touch, stopping the sleigh. We'll touch on turn something <laughs> that happens later, so it's okay. But I just... And we talked about this a little bit with Mrs. Frisbee, about just that sense of community. Mm, you're crossing over universes. I here. am, I know. Just that <laughs> sense dangerous. of community and just... Like, we're not supposed to do this alone. Like, we're no. not supposed to live life alone. And I, it's okay sure. to have a Jerry. And I know that, like, we just I'll got done talking about not begging people for money. But this is different. This okay. is, it's, it's a like, fine line. Yeah. You gotta walk the like, line. Like, yes, Matthew made a mistake. <laughs> but 
all his crops were lost in like some shipping accident, right? Yeah. So like that wasn't his fault. He just no. responded in an in a not wise way. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't. I don't know. So I don't think it's wrong. He needed some to insurance. ask for help. Yeah. Exactly. When you need it, you know. Well, and, and to accept, especially if people are like yeah. just like. Rachel Lynn, like, we're going to help you, and even Diana. It wasn't asking for help. It was accepting all these people that love them so much, accepting their help. Yeah. And humbling yourself to realize, yes, we do need help. Yeah. And we need these people to help us. (laughs) Because it's, like, there's going to come a time where they're going to need help, and you'll be there for them. Like, that's that sense of community. We're all here to help each other. You know, and it's not about keeping tabs on how much I've helped you or how much you've helped me. It's just like we give to each other freely, you know, especially like within our church family, you know, like that's just like what we do. Like we help each other. I just remember when everything first started with Nora, I remember you saying it's so, I feel so bad because I know like these people, they're busy. They don't have time. Everyone wanted to bring you food and, but Sometimes you just have to let people be a blessing, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when they're offering yeah. it. You're not going around saying, "Please bring me food." Right? Please We're take care of me. You just had. To, you just have to let people love you. Yes, Nella. and I love yes. that quote at the end. Like that was the other scene that. <clears throat> yes. And finally, Marilla is like, you know, and it's that note that Aunt Josephine writes, like, "Love isn't charity." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is funny because charity, charity means, means love. love, but yeah, you get what that like the point like. You need to let people love you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I don't know. I just, I feel like, especially in our society, maybe in the world, I don't know. I can't speak to that. But in our society, just with all the junk that's going on, which it it seems, it seems like crazy right now. But the more you read and study, like this has been going on for centuries and yep. just because we've had, like, the wool over our eyes doesn't mean that it hasn't been going on. But that's the problem. We're, we're in our own little bubbles, and we, we're just so ignorant of what's going on outside of that bubble. But it's because we're being preached at through television and marketing, like, advertisements. Like, you do you. Like, treat yourself. You know, do what treat you want to do. <laughs> to do like make you happy you need to take care of you and you're important Which follow is your true dreams to an extent, but it's like gone like so, so far in the wrong direction yeah, it's very far in the that wrong we don't direction. care about what's going on around us and like mm-hmm. it's happening like yes i'm all about like women getting more screen time in movies and having female heroines and all of that but i think we need to be careful of like in that we're forgetting the sense of community. We're forgetting mm-hmm. the team. It's not about just you. It's not just about right. Wonder Woman. It's about the team. It's the Justice League. It's the Justice League. League, man. Justice League. You know? It's the, the Justice League. Avengers. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not criticizing Wonder Woman. I love her. I was just using that as an example, you know. Like, and we kind of needed her origin movie, so yes, Thanks no, I love Wonder Woman, <laughs> so that we can have a better Justice League. Exactly, she makes the Justice League the better. Just saying. Wow. Uh, but you, do you guys get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No, I just, for sure. And just with all this junk going on, it's like, well, that you know, like, there's so many people saying things like, well, that's 
like what happened in Charlottesville. Well, that was a conspiracy, and that's not really what's that's right. not really what America is like. And mm. and I'm just like, oh my word! Like we are so like messed up because it's yep. all about me, mm-hmm. and that's not the world that I live in. So that must not <laughs> well, be true. Your world. You know, <laughs> right? It's just. We need that sense of yeah. community. Yes, take care of yourself because you can't take care of other people if you're not taking care mm-hmm. of yourself. But it's not all about you. You don't get to say no all the time to people just because you feel like it. I didn't want to come do this podcast tonight. I wanted to sleep, but I but said But it was the yes. sense of it's team <laughs> friendship. Yes. To the community of friendship. Yes. That's right. There's no money just, in team. And so, <laughs> like... When we did the show on Mrs. Frisbee and, like, how we talked about in the movie, like, they made Mrs. Frisbee the hero. Like, she's the one Mm -hmm. that saved her house. She's the one who rescued herself from the cage. Which, whatever. But it just took away from that sense of community. Mm -hmm. It's like, ah. And it just, and in today's society, it's almost like if you ask for help or if you accept help, that makes you weak. And you're not a strong person. And that's not true. It's not true at all. Well, and I think it also comes from a sense of, at least from what I've encountered, is people don't want to feel like they owe anything to anyone. Right. No, I get that. I totally get that. I am... That is me. That's the American dream. Yeah. You're the self-made man. You went out and did everything on your own. And you get help from anybody. You know, (laughs) I'm so independent and strong. Well, that's not... I tried that. I live with my mom now again. (laughs) (laughs) Community. No, but that's so true. And it's just, but I I don't know if it's different personality types or if everyone's like this, but I'm definitely like that where I do not like asking for help. Yep. It's part of it is I don't want to seem weak or stupid or I wasn't smart enough to figure this out on my own. The other part is I don't like bothering people. Mm Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I've learned over the years that life is so much easier when you work with your team. <laughs> you know? yep. People that love you want you to bother them. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's just... Especially our mother. You've got to swallow the pride and ask for help because you cannot clean up the flood in your house <laughs> on your own. Metaphorically, of course. Of course, I'm talking about a friend. I should have taken a picture of our mother with a cart full of box fans. <laughs> okay. I'll tell that story later, maybe. On another time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Thank you, Jerry, for your words of wisdom and we Aunt Josephine for your words of wisdom. I did want and to talk cash about... cash money. That... Yes. <laughs> I did want to talk about the wagon ride. Like, so, like, Jerry's singing, and Anna's just like, be quiet. And I'm just like, I will kill you. Do you remember, Anne, like, when you were riding with Marilla, and you wouldn't shut up, and she was like, can you be quiet? And and that's just what I thought about when I was watching It was so, like, siblings in the car together, and, like, there was no parent at this point, but... Them just being like, I'm going to kill you if you don't be quiet now. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. (laughs) I just thought it was so funny because you have this moment of maturity and they're going out on their own to help the farm. And Jerry's like 
throwing down some wisdom about accepting help and then they're like, stop singing, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and he just keeps singing because he knows it's driving her crazy. Oh, yes. right. They're still children. <laughs> oh, yeah. So now we get to the part of the episode that I don't like. Jerry gets beat up by the thugs. I know, I wanted to. Don't mess with Jerry. Yeah. We will come through that screen. We will. <laughs> we'll take I was generally afeard right now. I knew it was going to happen too. Expression. I knew. I saw them. Yeah, I saw them and in the I background. Like, I was like, "Don't go that way, Jerry. Don't go that way." Yeah, no. The menacing music happened, and he should have known. So he should have known. He didn't hear the music. <laughs> Listen to the music, Jerry. I just don't understand why they had to beat him up. Because they're tiny. Because they're just leave Jerry alone. They're bad guys. And take his money. (laughs) Well, they like really beat him up too. Like they could have just shoved him. Kept kicking him. He's a little guy. There's some good choreography. Whoever did that, because it looked really good. Don't encourage that kind of. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. I was just trying to find something like. I was trying to get out of the situation there. Anyway. No, you have yeah, no horse and that no was a, money. That was traumatic. It was. For me. And I'm sure it was even more traumatic for Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So Anne runs into Gilbert. Hearts and rainbows. Yes. And yeah. the, like just, those paper heart confetti. Just like emanating around them, you know. Like right. she, she comes out. Well, I guess we need to back up. Hearts. We need to back up. I like harps. And in the pawn shop. That's just another another scene where she showcases her like power of That was an intense time of yeah. her telling some major lies. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I would have I would have broken down partway through. I'm like, are you gonna afraid I'm lying? I'm sorry. I'm lying, this is the truth. <laughs> we just need your money. <laughs> just give me some money. But those pawnbrokers are intense, man. Like even today. Yeah. Like, they, they told her, like, yeah, that's not worth anything. Because they don't want to pay. Like, they want to pay as little as they can so they can sell it for as much as they can. Right. You know, there's a science to it's it. It's a little girl. I mean. Well, as you can see, the adults in this town are jerks. That's right. That's what you can take away from this show. Yeah. This is the same <laughs> town where Matthew went through to get to Anne in episode two. And he got hit by a, a wagon? Yeah. Oh. Mm, yes. Wounded. That was rough. It is a rough town. Yeah. Just stay away from it. Especially if you've it's only like been on the farm your whole life. Right? It's the, it's the New York. What is the name of that town? Charlottetown? Charlottetown? It's Charlotte something. Charlotte yeah. something. I, I might have been there. I, you've been there? I think so. No, I think that place was a set. But yeah, the, not that actual real, place. You've been to the real Charlottetown. I, I do believe so, because it's pretty close to Prince Edward Island. Is it on Prince Edward Island? I mean, it would have well, had to be they got there on a sleigh. I'm pretty sure we drove there. Okay. Um, we might have had to go over something. Like a, like bridge. a bridge of some sort. Like a bridge. Mm. Now, Anne and Gilbert. Let's talk about it. Talk. Let's talk about it. I just want to say the little cafe that they are in, I feel like I've been in that cafe somewhere in Brooklyn. Mm. <laughs> like, it's so trendy and cute. Yeah. It does not... I know. First of all, okay, who paid for that? I'm, I'm just assuming Gil paid I'm for that. But didn't we just come it. to town because we don't have money? Everyone's like, broke. For anything? I don't have money to spend on coffee right now. How well, they, they have money? <laughs> they have food. I mean, they had a plate with food on it. I need food on it. I go to Taco Bell even when I'm broke. 
Well, Taco Bell is a lot cheaper than yeah. a hipster cafe. You don't cafe. know how much the hipster cafe cost. Oh, yes, I do. There in this time period. I've been to Charlottetown, and that you know, yeah, that's not a cheap place. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See me in this time era? For sure. Do they take advantage yeah. of the whole Anna Green Gables thing? Like, do they totally, like... Oh, yeah. It's actually an adorable town. Like, super yeah. adorable. Like, very... It, like a modern day version of what we saw, you know, okay. like they just cute shops, with you know, and old candy, you know, makers nice. and like adorable candy shops where they're making it by hand. And they sell brooches. Somewhere, guys, we have to go to Charlottetown saw, and get Marilla's brooch back. That's yes. our mission. That is mm-hmm. the mission of Team Friendship. Are you coming, Jerry? We will meet you there, Jerry <laughs> and Amy Beth. So they in. finally make a truce. And Gilbert tells Anne that he, you know, she's like asking him, what are you doing here, man? Like, what's going on with your life? They have a very adult conversation, it seems like. And he's just like, you know what? Perhaps a little too adult. Yeah. He's like, I just want to travel. I want to see the world. And he's like, if I come back to Green Gables, it'll be my choice, not because of the farm or whatever. Or because he goes broke. Mm -hmm. Or that. Which I feel like for him, that's, why not? Well, yeah, and, and he's... It's not like he has family depending yeah. on yeah, him. I don't yeah. think as like, a kid his age, I would have been like, sure, I'll just go explore the world. Well, I wouldn't. Yeah, which I, I think he's, never... already, he's already been forced to be really adult-like anyway, right. so... A bit, but still, like, he's, he doesn't know anything. But and I he's think... smart enough to know, I think, that he doesn't know much. Yeah. He's traveled with his dad, well, though. And that's the thing, like, he Go has his dad. dad in him, and his dad was like that. Like, he just wanted to see right. the world. How old are they supposed to be right now? I don't know, 13? like... I really? think she's supposed to be 13 or 14. He's, he's older, older right? than she is. I think he's... In real life, he's 16. I don't know if if that's Gilbert's age or... Pretend he's 15. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go. We'll make it Break better. Break it in the middle. Yeah. Somewhere. So, I know that the kids are older in this series than they, than they are in the book. That has been stated somewhere. Because I think in the book, Anne is like 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, at least at the beginning of the book, she obviously gets older. As... I don't know. It just didn't seem like to me that they would be discussed, like, hey, let's go sit down and have a meal somewhere and catch right. up about what you're doing with your life. That's so, like, a year after college. Right. <laughs> Someone you... I don't even do that now. I, I mean, obviously, like, we grew up in a different environment than a lot of children do. Um I wouldn't have been able to sit down with a guy at that age and talk I about. I would have thought I just of going to meal with. Yeah, a guy I would have been age. like, so like I'm just awkward anyway, though. So maybe it's just me. Yeah, dude, just text me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Keep up on Facebook while you're gone. But yeah, so they have a truce where Anne apologizes and Gilbert apologizes. You can totally tell that Anne is just like infatuated with him now like don't leave me in bed well she says she definitely really she definitely likes him yeah she definitely likes him and she's infatuated she tells him she misses him and then like quickly covers like oh because of school you know like i don't have anyone to compete with in school or whatever and so here's my question and this we might be getting in I'll say what I'm thinking, and then if you guys think we should save it till the end when we talk about our predictions, we can. I guess, because in the book, they're just, they're rivals the whole time. Even at the Mm -hmm. end of the book, they're still, like, in contention, like... Competing, yeah. Yeah, like, there's... 
there is no truce in the book. So I'm just wondering, is there going to be another argument <laughs> like where they get mad at each other again? Right. I don't know. Or are they just going to be best friends from now on? I don't know. Well, that's where I'm like, I'm not fully <clears throat> sold that she's infatuated yeah, yet. Like, I, sorry, you know, that like, was a strong term. It was a strong I take it back. Word. <laughs> I take it back. Right I, now. Like I rescind it. I'm going to just continue with like a back and forth of, <clears throat> I don't know. Well, because, I, yeah, I think it's like, in at least in even the Kevin Sullivan version, you know, like there's always like, I sort of like him, I'm sort of attracted to him, mm-hmm. I sort of think he's cute and fun, but I'm, I, just, I, I don't know how I feel about this. So yeah. I'd rather be just competing with him. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. And we can talk more about that at the end of the episode when we talk about our predictions. I have no predictions. Live in life. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> no predictions. <laughs> Spoiler is there. Um... I do, I do love Jerry's little scene there where like Anna and Gilbert are staring at each other, and he's just like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, let's go." Yes, I see go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was. Break it up, Jerry. Yeah, break it up. <laughs> well, I mean, really, he just got the crap beat out of yeah. him. He wants to go home. Yeah. <sighs> and those thugs were in the background. Aunt Barry's house. Yes. Anyway, so yes, they get to Aunt Josephine's. Poor Jerry. Poor Jerry. Okay, let's talk about Aunt Josephine's house. We love her and her house. Mm -hmm. I love how she's just like, get out of the way, you stupid butler. These are the people I'm talking (laughs) to. These are my guests. (laughs) He's all dignified. He's like, who are these ruffian children? Especially Jerry. He's probably like, who are these kids? Yeah, I love how she's... I'm Anne of Green Gables. Yes. <laughs> Let me in. Oh, I love it. She's just so sweet. I love Aunt Josephine. I love her, too. I really she's so do. Nice. She's very nice. And I just... When Jerry just assumes he's going to have to sleep in the stable. Oh, I know. Like, that's just... That was heart-wrenching. Yes. I, I'm just like, poor Jerry. It's like, no, man. You get your own bedroom, man. That was even too much for him, you know? <laughs> he had to go sleep at the feet of Anne. I know, yes. <laughs> is that where the, where you go, is, I go, is that that whole, like... Maybe. Ruth. Right, the Ruth and Boaz yeah, thing. Boaz and yeah, Sleeping at her feet. Yep. But yeah. <laughs> Which, that scene was not weird to me at all. Was, was it, it weird for was you it guys? Was weird? I don't think so, I just... I found it very sweet. Mm-hmm. It was very sweet. Because they totally have a brother-sister vibe going on there. Was there. N- and they didn't even give you a hint of, like, something else. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just like, I'm crawling in. Yeah. I'm like, going to the end. <laughs> <laughs> just, at this point, I just realized, I'm like, this kid is traumatized. Like, he, he, I don't know if he's ever been to the city before. And he gets beat up. He's now he's in this big house. Like, he just, he normally (laughs) sleeps with, you know, with his siblings. And then, like, that even gives us an opportunity to get more insight into Jerry's life of, like, we all sleep in the same bed where I live. And, like, and I think just the look that Aunt gives him. And she says, like, it's going to be all right. Because she knows, like, Jerry's family needs him to work. Mm -hmm. Like, they rely on him working. Mm -hmm. And, and And I think he mentioned earlier in this season that his brothers work as well. Like, they're relying on that income. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah. And going back to the whole sibling thing, it's sort of like you bicker, you bicker, bicker with your sibling, and then there's, like, a moment where you see your sibling, like, is actually, like, not all cool and whatever with mm-hmm. you, and you're like, oh, you know, 
maybe I should comfort them with some, right, some words. Right. Or like, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay. We'll yeah. be okay. Let's jump over to Matthew's depression slash suicidal thoughts. We love you, Attempt. Matthew. I'm going to turn it over to Leah because I know you have thoughts on this. <laughs> Tell us. I was just saying before we started that I did not appreciate this turn of events in the story. I didn't feel like it was necessary. It just, I don't know, I didn't like it. I'm not good at putting this into words, I guess, but I didn't like it and I didn't think it helped. I don't know, I didn't feel like it, I didn't feel like it went with the story. Because Matthew is always so there for them and protective of Anne and Marilla and he has to know that it's not going to make things better. I mean, and I understand if we're looking at this from the depression side of things, you don't have logical thinking. But as far as this story that they're telling goes, it just didn't, I don't know, I didn't feel like it went with the flow of everything else. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like watching it. But I do think, I do think we as a society need to start talking about depression more. Mm -hmm. And not treating it like it's this taboo, like you're crazy if you have depression, when it's a very real thing and people need help. And and I'm not saying, and we don't have to get into this because I don't even know what I'm talking about when it comes to suicide. As far as like biblical terms, like I know there's some pretty strong feelings on suicide when it comes, you know, to, to theology and all of that. But I think... In a lot of cases, when people do take their own life, they aren't thinking clearly. They are not in their right mind. He is Matthew is very clearly depressed here. Like, even before he tries it and he's having this discussion with Marilla, he's just like, it would just be better if I died. Like, my life insurance. And he's just not making sense. And she's just like, what is the matter with you? You know? And, and when, like... She, like, leaves him to go work in the bar, and I'm just like, you can't leave him alone. Like, you cannot leave someone like this. And just, he's in this, like, unstable condition. (laughs) Like, you can't leave him alone like this, you know? Mm -hmm. So those are my thoughts. What are your thoughts, Mandy? On depression? You said I have thoughts, so. (laughs) I do have thoughts. I mean, I, I myself have some depression. I've never been that far but part of me feels like just with what I've dealt with myself is when when you were talking about how society deals with mm-hmm. it, you know, is and they're always like, you need to reach out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And some people do. And the response is, oh, you're not depressed. You mm-hmm. just need whatever. Yeah. Fill in the blank yeah. or whatever. Stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Someone says that to you, like, stop doing that. Yeah. Just listen. Yeah. And But as far as Matthew goes, and with what Leah said about, you know, he's always thinking about taking care of them, I feel like in the whatever crazy state of mind he is, he felt like that would be taking mm-hmm. care of them. Yeah. I just feel like it took this sudden jump. Like, it, yeah. It, this this I, episode took a sudden yeah. jump. That's why I didn't like I it. I didn't. Because it just kind it, of like, this whole band, everything is falling I think apart. if maybe we had like, eased into it i because it makes sense for what has happened it makes sense for him to have these feelings Mm -hmm. you know especially with marilla just like railing him about it 
and well, and, and, and now Anne has you know now Anne like she shouldn't have even told him that Anne has gone off with Jerry like to right. sell this stuff like right you sh- don't tell him you know like he's just like oh my goodness now Anne and Jerry are putting themselves like he knows like he's been mm-hmm. to that town well he got ran over by a, a cart <laughs> you know like I don't know I mean, so I I get that Lee I totally but I just. The way you're feeling about this is my thoughts on the entire episode. Like, yeah. I just, this episode does not fit for It for doesn't. Me. I mean, if they've, and I feel like I hate what they did with Matthew because it's just such a pollution of his character mm-hmm. and just how I've loved Matthew. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is not the Matthew the in, the, in the book. No. It's not. And, I, yeah, I just, I can't understand what the need was to include yeah. this. And again, like you like you said, there's, there is value in talking about depression. There yes. is value in, in talking about how yes. people deal with I the situations. Like that's where they're, they're and just it's, trying to touch on another topic. Right, I feel right. Like. They're just trying to throw that in because, you know, it's a buzzword, you know, depression yeah, right. and suicide. You know. Well, you know. and they've touched on a lot of other things with Anne and Marilla, and I feel like, I'm not saying other stuff hasn't happened with Matthew, but I feel like this is was like a thing. For like Matthew to be right. This is Matthew's episode, basically. You know, I feel like though, if you're trying to address depression, they didn't do a good job of it because he's just like, bam, he's cured. Suddenly, he's fine. (laughs) Yeah, he's not gonna kill himself anymore. Like that. I don't think that's how it would go. I'm sorry. But at the same time, I also feel like the episode is meant to be a bridge into whatever is coming next. It definitely is, and so. I feel like maybe next season we'll come back and be like, oh, we get this now. I don't know. I hope so. Well, because that's how it was with all the other episodes that we kind of sort of disliked. Yeah. You know, you you get... Yeah, and that's why I'm saying like this that we don't get any closure. Bridgy episodes. And in the in the books, doesn't he die from his heart like heart attack? He so then, dies. Yeah. So then he's got a heart attack and he doesn't die, and now we're going through depression. So it's sort of like yeah. to what? so in the book, Matthew dies before tr- the trouble with the farm happens. Right. The trouble with Green Gables being um, in trouble. <laughs> The trouble with all that. This is Lauren's wide vocabulary (laughs) experiencing right now. (laughs) Happens in in the next book, Anne of Avonlea. And I think it's it's partially in trouble because Matthew has died. If I'm remembering correctly. Which I believe, isn't that... Isn't that how they portrayed it in the other series that we Mm -hmm. Mm know of? Yeah. Yeah. So this... this, So this, the farm being in trouble is something... They're not going off... The book, yeah, but, but they're introducing it sooner driving me crazy. than it's happening. This, yeah, this I, whole episode makes sense. Right, like, like they're, they're taking this. a completely different swing. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, they did different things, and, and but they kind of still stayed with the timeline right. and, and the storyline and, and the highlights of what happened and the, you know, the cordial and yeah, the, exactly. you know, the dress and the puff sleeves. And then now it's like, whoa, wait, we're selling everything? Well, wait, like, bad guys are beating yeah. up Jerry? What whoa, wait, Matt is killing himself? Well, yeah. Wait, they're renting out the house, and yeah. bad guys I, are coming? Like, like, one thing right after another. Yeah. None so of that. How are they going to, or how are you going to swing it back, guys? Yeah, and they out. better swing it back. Swing it back. I'm done. I mean it. Swing if, if this, if this is a picture of what the entire season two is going to be, I'm done. I can't, I cannot handle that. Anyway. Are they going to kill him off later or is he staying alive? That's what I don't know. focus on the thing here. I don't know. Because other, I don't know. There have been other shows that deviate from books and keep people keep characters alive that alive. are supposed to be dead. I don't know what they're going to do with Matthew. That will change everything. He's I got, Matthew, but in he's the timeline that they're in, <laughs> he's still got time. 
<laughs> that was so scary. In the Anne of Green This time, he's got to die. Yeah. I love him, but he's got to die. Yeah. You should be a writer, because that Thank is you. the mentality yes. of a writer. Like, right? I'm sorry, but they have to die. You have to kill off characters. That's part, you know. It's part of life. Catherine yeah. Patterson, guys. So, this season one is basically half of the Anne of Green Gables book. Right. Mm-hmm. So he still got time. He doesn't die till the end of the book. Right. So end of season two. He at least he at least has another season. uh, Unless I don't know what they're gonna. I have no idea what they're thinking. I do. I do love how you you sort of get this sense of like, all right, like so most of the episode, Anne's been out of the house, right? Like Mm -hmm. Anne's been like Mm -hmm. off doing her adventures Mm -hmm. and getting Jerry beat up and flirting (laughs) at you know cool cafes Mm -hmm. with Gil for old flame and. And Matthew and Marilla have been going through this kind of thing, like, alone without mm, Anne yes. in the house. And it's sort of, like, all the hope and, like, the joy has been sucked out of their lives. Like, they – she doesn't offer perspective that she normally does to their everyday lives. Mm-hmm. Like, that that there is optimism and hope. And, and I feel like that's the biggest, you know – that's the kryptonite to depression is hope, mm. you know. Yes. And – and, well, but you're you can, right, yeah. But, but then at the end, you know, like, we've gone through the suicide attempt with Matthew, and, and almost like you can even see it in the, the way they shot it. The light is starting to brighten, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the music is starting to yeah. swell, <laughs> and Jeannie's, like, talking to him, mm-hmm. and then, like, you hear Anne, like, she's home, and yeah. she's, like, bringing back the hope, and you can just see him, like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was weird, you know, because it was, like, sudden, like, all right, he's done with his suicidal mm-hmm. depression, but it's like it is like the flip switch, and he was like, "Hope is back." There, I think, yes, Anne is totally like she represents hope for them, and I mm-hmm. like that. That's so like artistic, just the way that I don't. You see things in this show that <laughs> that I don't see, and I love that. I love that you point that out to me because, like, you're right. Like, you're right. The lighting, the music, everything changes, and Anne is back, and it's mm-hmm. just. And I don't think that was accidental. I think they no. know what they're doing. But sure. when we talk, like, when when I read about people that have depression or, or live with these conditions, like, because like Mandy said, like, we, you know, both of us have gone through depression at various times in our life. But that's not something I live with and have to take, like, medication or it's not something that I have to deal with on a daily basis. But there are people that do deal with that. Mm-hmm. And they do, like, they'll say, like, my, my son or my daughter is they're what keeps me going or Mm -hmm. um carrie fisher had her dog like he kept her going you know like so you're right like even in the midst of the darkness you have to have something that keeps Mm -hmm. you going i just remember like when nora first came home from the hospital and i didn't recognize it at the time but i was in a state of depression and I just remember, like, not wanting to get out of bed in the morning, but I knew, like, this little girl is relying on me. I have, like, I have to do, I have to live life today for her, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there is that sense of when Matthew sees Anne yeah. come back and he's like, you know what? Life is worth the living, you know? Yeah. <laughs> because because of Anne, you know, because <laughs> of this hope, you know? And, and I think as Christians, like, we have this even mm. greater hope, like... I, I truly believe God gives us people and pets or, you know, whatever. It could be even a job, like something that gives you yeah. hope in this life. But don't miss the symbolism in that, that it's pointing to Christ. Like right. he's the ultimate hope. One of, the, one of the notes I put under there um, when I was watching it was 
that neither Matthew nor Marilla would let people love them. Mm-hmm. And they both bought into the lie that they were alone. Yeah. You know, and Ma- and Marilla did that with pride and we have to do this on our own mm-hmm. and, you know, we're all, we're all going to, we're just going this, the Cuthbert's all on our, all, just us, we're doing it by yeah. ourselves. And, and that was hurting them. Yeah. That was actually hurting them. Yeah. And then Matthew did the same thing where he's like, I've got to do this alone. Mm-hmm. I'm alone. I've got to take, I, you know, yeah. I take the weight of Green Gables alone on my shoulders mm-hmm. and I let him down a really dark path. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, I think that's just what Satan wants us to tell ourselves, that we're alone and that we're, we don't have anyone out there looking out for us or, or caring what would happen to us. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, like, I don't know if this ties in, but I just thought it was interesting because I, I did write down, like, I kind of liked the quote at the beginning from Anne where she talks, she's talking again about they're getting ready for their Christmas school performance mm-hmm. and I can't remember what boy she's talking to again. Moody Spurgeon. Moody. I'm sorry, Mo- Moody. I do know Moody. All right. She's talking I think to- his name's funny, so. It is funny. She's talking to Moody and she's saying that she heard that no two snowflakes are alike. And just that, I guess they're kind of, again, going with that idea that, you know, people are individuals and they're special mm-hmm. and important. And- yeah. Guys, we're getting deep here with this episode, even though we yeah. don't like it. It's true. <laughs> All right, are we ready to move on from Matthew's... Please. Yes. Okay. The night grows So, um, Aunt Josephine finds a way to contribute without it being charity, quote-unquote charity, and she, she... Her plan is that she has hired Jerry to work at Green Gables, <laughs> which I thought was really sweet. Yeah. I think it was, I don't know, I thought it was cute how Anne said, you know, well, I don't know how she put it, Anne and Marilla won't accept charity, mm-hmm. and, or Cuthberts don't accept yeah. charity, and I'm a Cuthbert, mm-hmm. so I can't accept charity yeah. either. But you can tell that she doesn't buy into right, that yeah. mantra. <laughs> no, but she's obeying. Yeah. 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 She's she submitting sees, this to this is that. my family, yeah. this is our... This is what they've I'm decided. Yeah. yeah. Which is... Respecting my yeah. mother figure. Yeah, yeah, which is good too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She but. finally has a place to belong. Mm-hmm. She? And then Aunt Josephine gives her a book, George Eliot, who's actually a woman. And they they don't tell us in the episode what book it is, but I figured it out, guys. So during that montage of Anne cleaning and Marilla getting letters from the post office and all that, and there's the voiceover of Anne reading that quote. And the quote is, When a tender affection has been storing itself in us through many of our years, the idea that we could accept any exchange for it seems to be a cheapening of our lives. And we can set a watch over our affections and our constancy as we can over other treasures. But I just love when she's she's done reading it and she looks up to Matthew and she's like, we're rich, aren't we? And she's realized, like, it's not about the stuff you have. Yeah. It's about your your people, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, so anyway, I looked it up. Perfect. That is, she is reading from it's the true. book that Aunt Josephine got her by George Eliot. And it's Middlemarch is the name of the nice. book. Do you guys think, so they've been doing the Jane Eyre quotes for the titles yes. of the episodes for this season. Do you think they're going to do George Eliot quotes for Maybe next season? Maybe they are. I love that. I love that idea. Yeah. We learn that Aunt Josephine has hid money in that book with a little note saying, you know, love is not charity. 
in Anna. I knew there was money and in that book. We've already talked Actually, about it, so I'm not. We aren't going to rehash it, but. But like, isn't that great though? Like Aunt Josephine, like she, like when we first meet her, she seems like that curmudgeonly, like she's ornery. Yep. Yeah, like stingy, like and and a lot of wealthy people are stingy. Like that's how they became wealthy. Like, mm-hmm. but. She's generous with what she has to the people she loves and cares about. Mm-hmm. And that's just another reason I love Aunt Josephine. We love you, mm-hmm. Aunt Josephine. And his perspective for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of different kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. I read the book description of that Middlemarch book. Yeah, tell us. And it really... It at least goes with this episode. Part of one of the excerpts, it says... So Middlemarch is a provincial town... Circa 1830. Mm, and it just kind of talks about all of the different people. And it sounds like it sounds like a sort of Anne of Green Gables kind of... There's a, a one female character that they talk about that's just strong. and uh, But it says something about... What did it say? Middlemarch um, is richer still in character. And its sense of how individual destinies are shaped by and shape the community. And I think that that kind of, I don't know if that's why they picked it to go in this episode where we're talking about community and reaching mm-hmm. out and yeah. influencing each other and how everyone kind of works together. But I love your idea about it being season yeah. two's like, titles, of the, titles, titles yeah. of the episodes. It seems like a good book for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not going to read this book. Yeah. George Eliot, I, I didn't know much about her. What's her real name, Leah, please? Mary Ann Evans. Yes. She wrote under the pseudonym not because women couldn't publish books during her time. When when was her time, Leah? 1819 she was born. Okay. So in the 1800s. Yeah. So what I read on Goodreads anyway, that's my site for books, (laughs) knowledge. She didn't um, write under the pseudonym because... She wasn't going to get published. She wrote under that because a lot of women authors during that time just wrote about, like, romance and stuff like that. And she wanted to be taken seriously. Hmm. She was also an editor of something. And she had written other stuff. So she wanted people to look differently at these books that she was writing. Yeah. Smart. Okay, so Anne cleans houses to earn more money. And I just think that's just another, like... Just being humble, swallowing your pride, like, doing what you can do, and... Yeah. And I didn't get the sense for her, even, that that was... Humiliating? No. No, yeah. yeah. I felt like for her, it was a very proud moment, because she was contributing to the problem, you know, to the the solution. Well, I just think that's great, like, because sometimes as kids, and I know this is a different situation than a lot of families are, but she's helping them, like... Mm-hmm. A lot of kids, well, that's mom and dad's job. <laughs> like, they mm-hmm. got us into this mess or whatever. And and a lot of parents don't share this with their kids, but right. they're, they're all living this together. And she's contributing and doing her part. Yeah. Which, and Merle even says you don't, like, she didn't want her to give away her dress. She didn't want her to do a lot of what she did. But, mm-hmm. so she's not, ex- Anne isn't expected to do any of this, but she's... Doing it out of the kindness of her heart. I love, there's a part, so Jeannie gives Matthew some words of encouragement, and then Marilla comes in and gives him a lecture. (laughs) By the end of it, though, Matthew is... It's all about balance. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
And uh, Matthew's just like, I won't, I won't leave you and Anne. And he just says, will you forgive me? And that was just a, a sweet moment. Like, like Leah said, it seemed too soon for him to get there, but it was a sweet moment. We got there. So we at least got some closure in that aspect, but it was a sweet moment. So at the end of the episode, the thugs are the ones who rent the rooms from them. They don't know it, but we know it. And We're I, trying to warn yeah. them, but they don't hear us. No. Makes me so mad. Be, and what makes me mad is, like, there's so much hope. Like, the music, the their attitudes. Well, like, we already went through all It's going to be okay. Like, everything's going to be okay. Why is there a cherry on top? And, like, so just Anne is like, yes, it's going to be okay. And Marilla and Matthew are like, it's going to be all right. But it's not going to. paying them with their horse money? Yeah, it's like, are they paying them at all? That's like, what is their plan? Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm I feel like they're going to I feel like they're going to steal oh, all the money man. that they've collected. No, save Green Gables. I don't know what's going to happen. In a uh, let me tell you what I want to happen. Tell us. I want Jerry episode one, season one, or season two, episode one. Yeah, I want Jerry to come in, recognize them. Tell Marilla and Matthew and then kick their butts out of there. Yeah. First two like, minutes, guys. Yeah. I don't... I Take really do not want this drawn out. Then we can have an episode on um, owning firearms. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just don't want this yeah. drawn out. I no. I will not enjoy that. I will not enjoy that at all. And I refuse to enjoy if it. Like, I don't know what direction they're going to take this. I read some people's reviews and they're scared that it's going to go really dark. And if it goes really dark, I'm done. I'm just, I, I'm not going to watch that. This isn't, this isn't the show for that. Yeah, I'm all about expanding stories and showing real life. But I don't feel like there's a need for this to turn into a horror movie. Right. Where they're like being held hostage in their home or Jerry. Oh gosh. R.I.P. No. Jerry. Yeah. Like, like, what is going to exactly. happen Exactly. I don't, I don't know. And so I really hope that it's. Just gets yeah. over quickly, like Jerry recognizes just the hook them. Just to get us into season two. Yeah, I just I get that. I I cannot. I mean, we Tim, haven't seen any police. Yeah, <laughs> where are the popos in their town? Like, who's gonna protect? Them? Yeah, I just <laughs> arrest these guys. I'm not get them out. I don't know. I'm I don't like it. I don't like it. Maybe the new pastor will come and take over, and he's secretly also. Law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Oh. A ninja. A ninja. Yes. I like that. That's even better. I just had a oh, flash of Dwight from the office. Dwight. I totally agree. I think they're either gonna they're either gonna close this really quickly or they're gonna prolong it. It's gonna be one way. If or the they other. prolong it, I'm I cannot watch that. I'm just no, listen to the people. <laughs> We cannot watch that. Jerry, tell Moira Wally Beckett. We do not want to watch that. We don't. You can end it, Jerry. I'm not going to watch it. This is on you. You step in there. Recognize those thugs. Just run and get help. (laughs) Get help. Because Matthew can't do it. Marilla can't do it. No, you need to go to the townspeople. We need to have a town meeting. That's right. Pitchforks. Oh, now we're Miss going Patty's to more barn. on this. <laughs> just get, Sorry, just get Rachel Lynn in there and they're dead. Yes. So Rachel Lynn will take care of she it. Will beat them. She looks like she could kick some butt. Mm-hmm. She, she, oh, and she has all those kids. I wouldn't want so to go against she's her. She's probably kicked this, some butt. This whole thug <laughs> thing is not in Anna Green Gables, the book. I don't know if something like this happens in any of the other books. I haven't read them. If you have listeners, let us know. I don't want any part so of I don't, her. I don't know what season two is going to do. I have no Robbers. idea. 
Do, can we talk? stop talking about that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll let you guys have more thoughts. I feel like we need to get back to sprinkling a little bit more carefree Anne into this show. Right? Anne of Green Gables. That's what the heart of the show is. <laughs> Why don't we bust out the... I'm actually getting genuinely, like, a little nervous right now. Bust out I, the tea again. I, I am. I, I, I mean that. If I'm so excited for it's season okay. two... But if this is what season two is, if, if episode seven is what season two is, I cannot watch that. You heard it here first. <sighs> Man. Mm. Lauren's out, and that's a big deal. And that's a shame, because this show is good. <laughs> These actors are good. The writing is good. Right. Everybody working behind the scenes is awesome. I don't think we need to worry about it. We've I'm had, not going we've to. We've had other episodes that we've been very upset about. And then they turn it around. And then it all comes back. It gets rained so swing it back, back in, in. Like we said, swing She's it back in. She's just playing with your emotions, They better Lauren. rain it in real fast, though. I'm telling you, they better. Okay, before we get into season two predictions, which we're kind of heading that way, so I want us to, to do you guys have any additional last thoughts on this episode that maybe we didn't get to that nope. you wanted to say? All right. There's, sorry, I guess it sort of falls into predictions, but what the look she gave that yeah, guy I when don't. she opened the door and the, and yeah. she like, we ended the whole well, season he on. was all like, had his hair flopped. He had his, flo- he had the yeah. floppy hair, yeah. right? It definitely was. I TV feel like historically was, that never goes so well. So you think they're setting up some type of yeah. relationship there? I mean, I don't know that it's, I don't, I would hope that they don't. Play that, and he is a grown man, and she yeah. is a little girl. Yeah, yeah. right. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. he looks older. His twenties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm hoping it's just her being infatuated with him and not seeing who they really but he's are. A or bad something. guy. So if yeah. they don't nip it in the bud, he could probably. That's what I'm saying. Her. Like, yeah. I don't. Really, where are we I'm taking this? That. I'm not. Where are we taking this? I'm not watching that. that. I'm not watching that. I know, Lauren. I know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> She's no, not, I had the same. She's not watching it. The first time I None saw the episode, I thought exactly what you thought, mm-hmm. Zoe. Is she going to watch it, Leah? I don't think so. I'm here. The second time I got the impression that Anne is just I'm like, it. it's going to be okay. We have these two renters and everything's going to be okay. That's the impression I got the second time I watched it. Mm. All right. So Zoe brought up. That she has noticed some similarities between Anne in this series and Jane Eyre. Well, again. Which, again. Yeah. This is why we have you on this show, Zoe. Because you just have this insight. I didn't. Not really. So, let's talk about this. All right. Well, it's, I can't can't totally take the credit for this. Because the one article from the Vanity Fair, you know, woman who was laying into mm-hmm. how much she hated the show was comparing like, oh yeah, they were laying it on heavy with the Jane Eyre and, you know, comparisons mm-hmm. yeah. and it's it's got it's going for that Anna Green Gables gothic kind mm-hmm. of thing. And she was poo pooing that, but I think it was I think it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Actually. I, I enjoyed that. And I probably because I love Jane Eyre and I it's one of my favorite books. But, you know, yeah, both orphans, both mm-hmm. like trying to find a place where they belong both finding like the home of their mm-hmm, dreams mm-hmm. you know and the people that make them feel loved right and yeah i mean did you guys notice anything once i said that like yes definitely after anything? you brought that up i was i was getting i haven't read jane Eyre, but i've watched oh, um, and 
I've watched two film adaptations. Mm-hmm. One, I, I, it was an older one. Not old, old. I know there are several. I don't know the first one I saw. This was years ago. And I didn't really care for it. But the most recent one that has been mm-hmm. made, I, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. Um, with what's her name? She also plays Alice in Alice in Wonderland. Anyway, have you ever read or seen any of... I got through the first portion of the book. I started listening to it on audiobook okay. because I never read it. I've never read the book before, and I heard somewhere that if you struggle with, you know, the more classical fiction, Jane Austen type books, if you struggle getting through those, you should listen to them on audiobook because it kind of forces you to stay focused and keep going. And if you struggle reading it, it's a little bit easier mm-hmm. sometimes to do that. So, yes. <laughs> she brought her copy. Aww. I have to say, and then as a classical lover of both Austin and Bronte sisters, there's a huge difference. Sorry to not, not, not <laughs> to open what she said, but there's a quite a difference between the tone of Austin and Bronte's. Mm-hmm. They're, they, and which is why it's so perfect for the Anna Gables. There is that gothic feel of realism and mm-hmm. But with Jane Eyre, there is also hope. Right. You know, it is depressive and realistic, and it's not as sweet and romantic and lighthearted as as the Austin kind of stories, Mm -hmm. and as the original Anne Green Gables is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's also about this girl who has never been loved, never been treated right her whole life, Mm -hmm. um, just wants to be loved, wants Mm -hmm. to do things in her life. And, And ironically, you know, again, this book being written... 1847, mm-hmm. you know, she was incredibly ahead of her time, right. you know, Jane. She was always wanting to do something else and realizing that she lived in a world of men where she couldn't just decide her own future. You know, it was very limited choices mm-hmm. of what she could do. But she but she yearned for that, mm-hmm. you know. And then she finds people who accept her and accept that fact that we don't think it's weird that you're, that you're you know, modern, you know, you're different, mm-hmm. that you have different ideas. Mm-hmm. And and she loves books and she loves escaping, you know, in her mind. And that's just so very Anne. Yeah. The yeah. portion that I listened to, I mean, it was just right at the beginning. But it did feel very much like this version, mm-hmm. of Anne, this Anne with an E version. Because Jane is having a moment where she's escaping in her mind. And it was kind of dark and not dark, but... A little bit dark. <laughs> and and I, I can definitely see that comparison with how, you know, Anne is looking in the clock and talking to mm, Katie yeah. and Katie's talking back to her. Mm-hmm. But Sorry, there was a quote from um, the director or maker or whoever from Anne. And she kind of, she yeah, she kind of said that she was okay with that comparison. It was definitely something mm-hmm. that she thought of as they did the yeah. show. Well, I think... From what little I know of Jane Eyre from the film adaptations, and I have no idea how mm-hmm. how close they are to the books. Um, have you seen any of the film adaptations, Zoe? Of Jane Eyre? Yeah. Yeah. I've okay. seen pretty much all of them. Do they seem pretty close? or I guess the most recent one is the one I'm more familiar with. Um, I love the music. For yeah, me. they're they're pretty similar. Okay. Um, I just like, so Jane Eyre, like, she is an orphan, but she, like Anne, she takes care of other people's children Mm -hmm. and she ends up doing that her whole life i mean she's obviously older than Anne is but i don't know i just feel like Anne and that similarity there too of them taking care of children and kind of being like a nanny or a governess or whatever do you have thoughts on this mandy have you ever seen jane Eyre or read no that and i know you hate (laughs) it when i say this but that's right up your alley it's fantastic Mm -hmm. because it's not all happy and 
glittering love. Do I strike you as someone that needs I a just, little bit of sadness in my story? Well, you don't, no, you don't need to... <laughs> I won't make you read the book, but you should You it's should watch real. the... Real you love. should watch the, the most recent film adaptation. So what do you guys want... What do you want to be explored more in season two? Anything but what they're alluding to. I enjoyed in the other version when they kind of had the... The new teacher and the mm-hmm. new Miss Stacy. More school life. Yeah, I, I want Miss Stacy. I'm looking yeah, for Stacey. children. The new minister and his wife. Because all of these are like sure. initial characters are kind of obviously difficult people and make everything mm-hmm. more tense. And then I felt like when the new people came, it was this whole new fun. Mm-hmm. Which that does those characters do come in in the second half right. of the book. So I'm assuming they will bring them I'm in. I'm looking forward to that. I want to see. I want to see the reason. For Mr. Phillips leaving, though, I I really want it to be like this scandalous, like you need to get out of here because you're flirting with kind a of a pervert. <laughs> Why does he leave in the book? I think he gets another job or something. Why she, why she well, in the she's in the movie, movie they the one <laughs> the one farmer complained about him to the board because the kids were on his property and they said he was incompetent, and then eventually. They pushed him out, and Get then he, he got another job somewhere. He is incompetent. He's a well, bad teacher. Clearly. clearly he sits there with his feet up on the desk all day. Yes, every teacher would love to do that, but that's not reality, Mr. Phillips. It's not. So you want to see, see this is why he leave in a world of controversy. Maybe he'll leave, and his good-looking self will come back as the new minister. Oh, yes. He's <laughs> recycled the actor. Be amazing. <laughs> I'm going to laugh so hard if that's no, what No, but let's go fund this. Can I just comment? This has nothing to do with anything, but, like, back in that time period, like, you just had to be, like, a high school graduate to be a teacher and, like, take some test. Yeah. And now I you have to... have been a teacher. Now it's, like, it's getting to the point where you have to have five years of college to be a teacher. And then sometimes even more, like, depending on where what school you're teaching at. Let's get a retail job, it's kids. True. So there's a reason for that, because of well. people like Mr. Phillips. They're not mature enough, and they don't know. They ruined it. Anyway. See, I would have been, I would be a good teacher right now with my current education. I would, I could teach the kids. I know you could, Mandy. I'm excited to see Anne's bad hair decision. Yes. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Looking forward to that. Where she dyes her hair. Hey, mate, because like in, in the book, she buys the hair dye from a peddler, Maybe one of the thugs gives her the hair dye or something in season two. No, I want there to be a peddler. Okay. An actual peddler. Well, I want the thugs gone. I was going to say, I want them sticking around. But I mean, what if there's like a redemption for at least one of them? Like one of them like changes their ways and becomes better. The floppy hair guy? Yeah. Is she going to change him? him? (laughs) She's going to work her Anne magic and he's going to change. He's just going to become vexed by her... Amazing. No, no, he's not because he's got floppy hair and it's never the cute guy that changes. It's gonna be the other guy and he's gonna get a sense of conscience and he's gonna realize that he they stole from them, so he's gonna tell the yeah, other guy, We gotta leave. Maybe leave the they'll money. realize the situation and feel like Because Ann changed no, his heart. They they don't maybe care. They'll harvest the crops and save the day. That's my prediction. That's our that's what we want to happen. Yeah. That's not gonna happen. Isn't that though. what we're talking about? Happen. Isn't that what we're, are we talking about what we want, guys? Our season two predictions? Right. What are your predictions? What do you want to see in, in season two? Zoe? Well, the Stacy was sort of one okay, of my Okay, very, sorry. Yeah, and 
I want them to save the farm. Mm-hmm. I want them to figure out. I mean, because things are so kind of out of order, it feels like. I'm really confused of what I want. I don't know right? where we're what at. What do I want? I don't know where we are. Yeah. I want Jerry to have more scenes. Yes. More Jerry. More See, Jerry, please. That is the one deviance from the book that has been the best. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry is in the book, but they just talk about him. He's not like a main character. He had to flesh out this person. He didn't get to see I want to see more Jerry. Megan Falls version. Yeah. yeah. I want to see more Jerry in season two. Mmm, twist. It's not really about Anne with an E. It's, it's about, about Jerry. Jerry. With the Jerry J. is the Jerry. real J. star of this show. This season two, Jerry with a J. I love it. I like it. Uh, what else did I write down? That's all I wrote down. Oh, I want to know more about Gilbert. I'm I'm just curious to know What's where we're going. Where are we going with, with Gilbert? I want him to come. Like home. Mandy said, like they're gonna need to bring. him. How is he gonna get back to Green Gables? Basically, he, he, he needs to come home. Like he's he got to. He, he to will be go back. adventure and eat exotic um, foods. But where is he gonna and- live? Once he gets home. On his farm. On his farm. He covered everything with He's a sheets kid. and it'll all be okay. He's a kid. He can't run a farm by himself. Watch him. Challenge accepted. <laughs> he will join forces with Green Gables and the community. They'll have like a conglomerate. Because, you know? because, yes. because Gilbert probably got money left by his dad mm-hmm. to run the farm, he'll and he'll work that in. in with the with the Cuthbert's mm-hmm. farm, and they'll yeah. team, team Cuthbert. They need to hire Blair. us. We're good writers, guys. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not. Um, I mean, you and Zoe and I to kill people off. Yes, you and Zoe are the masterminds. I'm right. just gonna say that after right now. they figure that out. Maybe you need to kill Matthew at end of season Matthew two. Matthew has to die at some point. Probably uh, end season, of season two, two, episode one. No. no. Season two, episode one. He doesn't last. die yet. He doesn't die at Christmas time. Is season two going to be longer? I would also like yes. to see it being long. there, like longer. Uh, so this season had eight episodes. Will I have we now heard, be getting nine? I have heard ten for next Ooh. season. Twenty-two is what uh, I want. I'll take it. Thank you. I'd be happy with twelve, you know. Twelve is a solid mm-hmm. number. Solid, yes. Especially for a, a Netflix series. Um... Listen to us. So yeah, I just I want to know more about Gilbert and and that and how they're going to bring him back. So are they going to be buds now? You know, like in right. Like I, story. There needs, I would like to see them being buds. I want to know more about. Okay, Rachel. Zoe wants to see them being buds. You don't want the tension. You don't want the. Well, he'll always be her competitor, but in right. a, but in a friendly like. Hey, mm. you! I'm gonna push you Ugh, into the river after we raced on our bikes, kind of com- competition. Mm-hmm. So you want this to like turn into the Notebook. <laughs> Avonlea or Anna Green Gables too. Like that's what happens. Yes, she does do that. I yeah. I always got annoyed with how quick she was to snap at him. And but that's how she is because they could be really good. But we can change. Like she just like any time that you think they're gonna be friends again. She just is like it was. Well, it, it was not. You did this, like she would just find the, the most minute thing. Girls act like that. And and like she, oh, there's one thing. There's a scene where there's a dance, and and he does this on purpose. He doesn't dance with her. He dances with every other. I want to see that too. But Sorry. her <laughs> too. 
And, and which is funny because at that point she has decided that she's like going to let, Gil- she's like, oh, I've decided that if Gilbert asks me to dance it, I will say yes. You know, like, I well, to do it. yeah, he doesn't like, he doesn't ask her to dance. And then there's another scene where she gives like a speech or she reads a poem out loud or something for, for some type of fundraising event. And mm-hmm. he, he comes to see her, but he comes with Josie Pye. Stupid um, Josie. I think it's Josie. It's either her or Ruby. Um, I could spoiler, Ruby actually. Mm. Joy Josie <laughs> dies at the end of season two <laughs> from heart attack. <laughs> so he and Josie are kind of a thing at the end of the book. And Stop Anna telling Gables. me stuff. I will continue to tell you stuff, Mandy. You've had ample opportunity to read that book. I'm too busy reading. Well, Mrs. reading Frisbee other stuff and uh, Potter. I have to finish Potter. <laughs> So season one, like we have said, has stayed pretty close to the book. Even though they've deviated here and there, Mm -hmm. they still, like, most of the dialogue is exactly the same. (sighs) Up until the last two episodes. And most of the, some of the events that happen in the last two episodes do happen, but they don't happen until Anne of Avonlea. So they're bringing stuff in from future books. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Shows like to do that. So I don't know. I like to mix it around. I don't know what their plan is for season two. They've got one, though. I just, I hope that they keep it reined in. You know? I hope they don't just go all, like, crazy, like, mm-hmm. we're gonna do what we want and just keep the names of the characters the same. You know what I mean? Um, I think they're gonna develop Matthew's relationship with Jeannie. <clears throat> I think so, too. Which will be even more heartbreaking when he dies. Yep. It'll make his death. He will die. His death will be more heartbreaking. <laughs> Maybe she'll die first. Maybe they're keeping him alive. Maybe, Maybe they're going to kill her instead. Die. I don't know. Maybe Marilla's um, going to die. We're definitely. I feel like we're going to see a first crush, a first real crush with that guy. <coughs> I, I don't want to see. I that. think it's coming. Just, I do too, but I don't want to see that. That's ridiculous. Gird yourself up. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> you can cut that. <laughs> She's timestamping that one. <laughs> it's coming yeah I think yep. you're right about. I really do think you're, I don't want it to come but I think you're right I don't know what's happening Marilla um, she's gonna keep on baking and cleaning that sounds so depressing <laughs> that's what I wish I could do well okay so the first so the first season you know you feel like the central theme throughout the episodes is just about belonging you know chapter one it's about Finding your place and belonging. Mm-hmm. It's about being accepted. So season two, what's the crisis? You know, she belongs now. It's right. staying there. No, I mean, obviously she's not going anywhere now. So that's my that's my biggest question mark. What yeah, what is, what is, is it going to be about? Probably yeah. mental boy health. relationships. Is it going to be about school and boy relationships? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of what happens in the book. Like I'm blanking too. She dyes her hair and has to cut it. Miss Stacy comes and I just, I, I, they better bring Miss Stacy because she just changed. You're right. She, she changes Anne's perspective on life. She does. And like Anne has already had perspective changes already. And I just love that they're using, like they're showing us that 
adults can have a huge impact on right. children with this series. And it's in the book. It's just, you see Marilla's impact on her. Mm-hmm. You see, like, even though it was negative, the minister's impact on her. Like, just, she's starting to think about things a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And Miss Stacy just, she just opens up Anne's world even more. She just sees the possibilities even more. I just, I love Miss Stacy. I So they better bring her in, and I hope, I'm sure they'll get a wonderful actress to play her. So I'm excited about. That's what I'm hoping will happen. As far as like an overarching theme, I I don't know. Right. I'm not sure. But, and also at the end of the book, go, she goes to take that test to become a teacher. Because mm-hmm. then in Anne of Avonlea, she becomes a teacher. And again, she's like 16 years old when she's a teacher. So, yes. <laughs> I paid way more money and spent way more time becoming a teacher. (laughs) It's not fair. You did it, though. I did it the right way. Whatever that means. Well, guys, have we said what we want to say? Yeah. We've said a lot. I've got a lot of material to work with here. I'm probably going to edit out a lot of it. (laughs) But that's okay. I've enjoyed this. I've enjoyed this time. Looking forward to season two. I just hope that it's good, you know? Yeah. But I think the reason that we were all, like, just the fear in all of our voices about, like, what's going to happen next, because we love this show yeah. so much. And I think that just speaks to just the writing, the acting, the everything. The, just everything from this show is so good. And I agree. I think that's why we're, we're just like, don't mess up. <clears throat> but I think we need to have faith in them, because they did season one. Let's let's give them some faith that they can do season two, right? So, all right, all right, guys. Let's tell the people how to get in touch with us if they choose to. We're talking to you, Jerry. All right, write this down, Jerry. You can email us <laughs> Team Friendship Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at Team Friendship Podcast. We are on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash Team Friendship Podcast. Our Twitter handle is at Three Friends Podcast. And our website, Team Friendship Podcast.com. You can find me on Twitter at Gracie Firstborn. You can find me on Instagram. My name is Leah Raymel. Private, but feel free to request if you want to follow me. And you can also find me on Instagram at Mandy Malay. I'm on Instagram at ZCook501. Well, friends, we'll see you all another time next summer, probably for season two. But in the meantime, check us out. Team Friendship Reads the Newberries. Our next book is The Girl Who Drank the Moon by Kelly Barnhill. So... Check us out if you haven't listened to any of those episodes. You know, start with episode one. It's rough. Um, But, (laughs) yeah, if you want to skip to the next few. They're pretty cool. We like books. So until then, we'll see you all in another time. And remember, friends, life is worth living as long as there's a laugh in it.
Okay. This is episode seven, right? I mean, our special yes. episode. Wherever special. you are is my home. Oh. Wherever you are is my home. <laughs> this is Friendship. So glad we had this moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. Do, do I have to say that? I was just letting you know that's the name of the episode if you wanted to say that. You don't have to. Say it. My life is a perfect graveyard. Can we all be quiet for like of five hopes. seconds? Whoa. That'll give me like... <laughs> no, sorry. That's not a real... Uh, not very much. I mean... <laughs> it's neat to see. Are you okay, man? <laughs> yeah, just, I was sitting with my leg like that. Too long. I'm good. Hello. I'm making like really weird faces. So I was like, we're all getting used to the new studio set up. Yes, guys, we're in a new studio. Can we decorate it? Hey, what are we we're gonna? Probably good, what are we gonna name it? We need a good name. Studio friendship. <laughs> Michael like said you should show. just call it Mom's Basement. <laughs> nice. Since it is Leah's Mom's Basement. <laughs> Studio it's friendship. So that adults are recording a podcast in Mom's um, Basement. Yes. <laughs> Look, it just seems it's like carpeted. There's this no is our version of like what? A band. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Let's go to the basement. Record our podcast. Oh, uh, we're so cool, guys. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, back to this. Um, <laughs> yeah. What I what really health. upsets me is when people like do their own GoFundMe page. Oh yeah. Like they are the ones that set it up, and then they're the ones promoting it. And I'm just yeah. like, I literally GoFundMe. I'm not that type of person. I just. I don't like to toot my own horn and stuff like that, so I just... Yeah. <laughs> I really need a cat tree for my cat, so... Please start one. I'll just, start one for Can you. we just start making a list of all the things that the we go need GoFundMe I'm just saying, for. those things are like 200 bucks, okay, for the good place. So. And Sarah with a And you don't want it. See, I will remember you. Oh, oh, my goodness. We can play both songs at the same time. <laughs> That'll make people mash up. Just show. I can I can make cat needs a cat tree. I can post a picture of her looking disheveled. (laughs) (laughs) Really close up, like eyes looking up. Yeah. You're pretty good at getting your cat to pose. Smudge some catnip on her face. (laughs) She's falling into the drugs. She needs a cat tree. Well, you can't get a used cat tree. Because cats pee on stuff sometimes. You don't know what's in there. Yeah. You know? like, she can't get a new, a used one. She said. I don't want a used one. No. I want a new one. But they're expensive. Yeah. Go fund me. And usually those people give t-shirts away. I've got a lot of t-shirts. <laughs> You know, it touches you, my heart, and there's t-shirts. Yeah, if you give like twenty five bucks, you get a well. t-shirt. You know. What are we talking? Oh yes, Marilla. Marilla's pride. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like a, a really bad novel title. <laughs> Marilla's, Marilla's pride. <laughs> Chapter one. <laughs> Rachel. Yes. We've lost Thanks. it. So Marilla refuses to accept. <laughs> trying guys I'm so sorry it's after 7 p.m oh, oh you guys it's only downhill okay. from here what happened jerry do you draw on that relationship with your sister as you're acting with Anne? because there's just like this sibling like 
feeling, you know, that I get between those two. And I just wonder if he draws on that relationship with his own sister. I would just Probably. like to state yeah. that we do understand your real name is not Jerry. We just don't want to butcher. We're <laughs> butcher your real name. You're the video you're going to send us. Like pretending that he's really Jerry. So. <laughs> well, and even Some like we're, we're even mispronouncing Jerry. Jerry? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. When he says his name, he says it with but the French accent. I don't have a French accent. Oh, we have a nasally Midwestern exactly. American real accent. accent. Like, does he legit... I, yeah, I think he is. He's legit. Yeah. He's legit. Yeah, he's right. legit. I learned that Amy Beth is not legit redhead. See what? what? Mm-hmm. Vaudrey brought pointed that out. Yeah, I saw that. And then I Vaudrey. and after she said that, uh, Amy Beth has pointed out on her own like Twitter page that she's she's actually blonde. Um, ah. But so they've so whoever Strawberry did her blonde? hair like. Anything. Whoever did her hair, like they did, like the highlights, and they made it look way better than that other, <laughs> that other show. <laughs> did you look at that? Yes, it's so bad. It was so terrible. Yeah. Um, Why couldn't they? Audrey, it, it just looks left like us in the dark. In her picture, she's <laughs> kept her hair. They've kept her Sorry. hair out. Um, so, yeah. So she's yeah, like, she I probably wish I, gets touch ups like every week. I wish I were a real redhead. <clears throat> So. Do they have to pencil in all these freckles, too? Yeah, does she... Are the freckles real? I want to believe the freckles are you real. You know, I don't know that. I mean, they I'm not, I'm not a real in. redhead, but my face like, is covered. Is she on her forehead there? I mean, this is a thing. This is a thing now. People yes, are I know. putting fake I under, freckles I saw on that their article faces, you so sent I feel like... You don't have to be a redhead to have freckles, guys. Be. Oh, I know. They're everywhere. Yes, See, you got the freckles. But she definitely dad has, has, well, dad's redheaded. Dad, but yeah, but he's bald now. She has some pretty Sorry, redheadish looking freckles, though. She does. You're so right. Redheads props do to have... the makeup people if those, if those are aren't fake. real, yeah. I believe in them, though. Amy Beth, are your freckles real? There's your shout this out. This is important. No, this is really important. important. Like, really it's important. not, but. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Well, wow. <laughs> oh, you know, of course we get through a whole season and find out the sham of it all. Well, it's not a sham, Mandy. <laughs> not everyone can have red hair. You know that. We have I'm taking care of that. Yes. Yeah, see, Mandy. Mandy also dyes her hair red. I, I don't dye it. my hair. It was oh, Leah doesn't. Leah's a natural freak redhead. When I was don't a when I dye my hair, I dye it. Dark brown. <coughs> this is natural right now. I haven't dyed my hair in over a year. For all of you that are looking at Lauren right now. It's, 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 it's dishwater, dirty, like, boring brown. That is my hair color. So that's why I dyed it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mine's ugly too. Thanks, Mom. I guess we need to back up. Folks. We need to back up. <laughs> the railroads. The bridges. Oh, yes. <laughs> Do you want to be mayor or not? <laughs> side, another side note, and I'm going to edit this out. No, you're not. Someday when I'm mayor of America, we will not have to stop and wait for trains. We'll just... Building bridges We're just going to die. That instead. is my campaign platform. We will have bridges over the trains. We don't have to stop for them. Okay, I'm sick of stopping and that waiting for great. trains. They can just go through tunnels. Or the trains will go over a bridge and we'll go under the, no, the bridge. I just, I'd really rather the, the, the train didn't go over my head. All right. Yeah, we will no. go over the trains. Freak access. That is my platform for trains. being mayor. Yes, you heard me right. Of America. 
Leah's assistant. I'm bringing small town America back, <laughs> guys. That's also my campaign motto. <laughs> bringing small town America back. Because we need the trains. Yeah, we just don't need yeah. to wait for the trains. Yeah. Am I right, guys? Am I right? You're so yes. right. All right. What's my place in this new order? Can I have a place in this? Yes. I could be like the you street sweeper. Whatever. <gasps> Can I be the street sweeper and the person that turns out the lamps at night? You okay, know what, this Zoe? This is so weird. You are so much more than that, but you seem so passionate about that that I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes to that. I'm going to be that you, person. You are the lamplighter. On the street where you live and the guys behind him turning mm, off all yeah, the lamps. Mm, yeah. I want to be that person. <laughs> that's my dream. What is what is Leslie Nope's title? Because that's like <laughs> Parks and Rec. <laughs> to yeah. put street lamps in your <laughs> oh, agenda. Absolutely. <laughs> everywhere. I want them everywhere. What is small town America without street lamps? I don't want people to have lights Nothing. inside anymore. Just street lamps. Absolutely. Take all in dark. Take We're going back. Light. To the agrarian society. To the colonial world war. <laughs> Two. Okay. It is Charlottetown. Thank you. Charlottetown. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. We're just giving you time Thank to you. look that up. Okay. So. I'm next in line after Jessica Okay. Beale. So, again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> this is like on Team Friendship's bucket list now. We want to go on an adventure with <clears throat> Anne mm-hmm. and Jerry. They might not want to come with us, though. Probably. Why wouldn't they want to come with the mayor of America? The mayor of America, <laughs> the, the lamplighter, the CEO. And what did we decide you were? I am the assistant to the mayor. She's the assistant to the mayor. Of course you are. It's an important <laughs> job. It's I'll make sure to keep job. your lights on a little bit longer. Thank you. <laughs> Because you, you look late. You're burning the midnight late. oil. You can keep mayor. my lights off all the time. <laughs> so. The trouble with the green Spoiler gables. alert. The trouble with green... Well, sorry. She, she might just, as well have said, well, hello there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what's... I don't know. I'm just... They missed an opportunity there. <laughs> Revision. Maybe wow. there's that's a deleted scene. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's what's going to come out of her mouth in... Uh, scene one, episode yeah, two. Exactly. Oh, no. I think part of the reason why we're just like all of us were just so. <laughs> Can I be the peddler in your new America? Yes. Can you just pedal on your off days? <laughs> like when you're no, not lighting the no, lamps? No, it's just. You're just I'm, switching. I'm peddling by day and lighting by and night. De- and delighting. De- Who's going to light the lamps though? It's not my. <laughs> That's not my job. Wouldn't you be, be delighting by day and going by night? No, she turns them off when everyone's you, gone to bed. Don't. Da, when do you turn them still, on? It's still sort of night. She doesn't. That's someone else's job. It's not her problem. Well, she's got one less light to turn on, thanks to me. So. That's right. I don't turn her lights on on her side uh, of the street. What was her favorite color, uh, Leah? Mm. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> what? She's making goodness. fun of me. look at my notes so I don't sometimes when we get done I'm like man I should have said that anyway 